This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, 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 great ones. Welcome to another amazing day. Let's talk. (laughs) Today... I'm being inspired to reflect about the emotion of jealousy. Jealousy. I I think we can all basically agree that that is an emotion that is not usually put in the category of something positive or something that we aspire to express. However, let's be real. It is an emotion that, interesting enough, we can find ourselves in the midst of. And more power to you if you are one of those great beings who is willing to admit that they are indeed feeling jealous. Because I will tell you that my experience has been that a good portion of the time that one of us who is experiencing jealousy is not likely to admit it right I mean the reality is a lot of times we're not really likely to admit when we are experiencing something that is largely labeled as bad right because we feel shame so given that However, it is indeed along the emotional spectrum and being humans, we have the capacity to feel both that which we have come to label as positive and negative, and therefore jealousy is rightfully on that continuum. How might we be able to spin it? Because at the end of the day, our feelings, our emotions are just energy that's moving, Right, it's, it's just moving through us. The reality is, is that they're a temporary state. I had a, a wise being who literally had shared that they were listening to one of their mentors who made mention that feelings are visitors, right? And some visitors we feel good about and some visitors not so much. But usually for the most part, if someone is visiting, we do entertain them, right? But now the question is, how? How do we respond when this particular visitor of jealousy shows up. Well, it occurred to me that there actually is a great benefit and purpose, a treasure even, that is found within this emotional experience. For what, what is jealousy, right? Jealousy is, is that we identify something that someone else is doing or someone else has that we admire so much that we are, you know, feeling bad, right, about not having it ourselves. So essentially, in the midst of that, we are learning and even getting clarity for ourselves about what it is that we do desire, 
because you're jealous of it when somebody else has it. And so essentially you believe that you do not. And you might even believe that it's not even possible for you to have it, right? And then that's really what's kind of at that root of that not so good feeling because there is something that you look and see that somebody else has obtained that you want. And here they are, they have it and seem to be having this great old wonderful time, you know, with something that you want, but it's not accessible to you. Or maybe you had it and you lost it and you weren't able to sustain it, right? But again, it's this idea of believing that there's something that you want and that you have a very strong desire for, but the belief is that you can't have it. And so thus we have the experience of jealousy. And actually, this can actually turn into several other feelings as well. But for the time being, we're just going to stay focused on jealousy. So again, what if we kind of flip this? And instead of, you know, becoming jealous and, and admiring what the other person has and lusting even sometimes, right, after what the other person has, what if we just realize that, oh, that is something of interest to me? That's something I want. That's something I desire. And now perhaps you can turn it into a, a future goal. And even if you find, okay, because I can hear some of you guys being like, look, Miss Ayana, every single thing that it is that we may identify as a desire is not something that we can have, right? There may be limitations or maybe you feel it's too late for you or maybe there's too many steps, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. But hold on. I I got you. Right. Because this is the thing. If you've listened to some earlier podcasts, I've talked about how Esther Hicks, who espouses the teachings of Abraham, talks about this idea that it's not even the object or the event or the person. Right. That we want It's the feeling that we believe that we'll have. So if you find that you're not feeling that the actual, you know, event, person, place or thing, right, is attainable, that's completely okay. This is where the tool of imagination is your ultimate gift from the creator. Because you can sit and allow yourself to imagine what it would feel like to obtain that experience. Because... It's actually the feeling that is the object of your desire. It's the feeling state of having those things, having that experience, being with that person. It's the feeling. And the imagination is so expansive that the minute that you sit and you allow yourself to just turn inward and turn on your imagination in HD, Your body is actually going to believe that you already have it. It's going to believe that that reality is real, right? It's like a dream. When we go to sleep, we can't tell the difference between quote unquote reality and when we wake up until you wake up, right? So essentially you allow yourself to let those lines blur and really connect to what that feels like. So that now you are even more clear about what your true deepest desire is it's a feeling state and right this experience initially of being jealous can help you go deeper 
It's just all about how you approach it. Right? So we don't have to be ugly towards someone else. We don't even have to be ugly toward ourselves when we realize that this emotion has come up. Instead, we can use it as a tool to submerge even deeper within ourselves and identify our truest desires. And now let that be our future focus. Turn it into a future goal. If not the circumstances, then the feeling state. So what do you do once you've identified this desired feeling state? I got you on the next episode. Until next time, be light.